It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Walk Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you today? And I'm not going to ask you a review for me. How's your tweak been? My week on Twitter. I'm gonna start. How's your weekend? My weekend on Twitter. It's pretty good. Um, it's pretty good. I'm doing a lot of tweets about um, like what's funny and like observations in the world. And like this Elon Musk guy. Can you get a hold of him? Can you get a hold of him, please? Somebody. Yeah. Let's get him on the show. Get him, get Elon Musk on Survivor. The show's not based enough. I need some memes. <laughs> Need some epic Reddit memes. Do you think if uh, if Elon Musk went on Survivor, he would find sixty nine idols? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, probably four hundred and twenty. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. Damn, dude. Uh, did you hear about the cryptocurrency? Speaking of money, rich people. Yeah, uh, I I've heard. Uh, some conflicting things because Matt Damon has been, you know, I he's a, he's a trusted institution, and he was telling me that I need to do it. Well, Otherwise fortune, I'm a coward. Fortune favors the brave, and clearly you're like yeah. that lion. Cowardly. But then another trusted institution, Ryan Atwood from the OC, has been telling me that I shouldn't. So it's hmm. I mean, who to believe? Tough to, tough to tough to say who I believe. Huh. Well, all I know is I have a lot of money because I won a game called Survivor. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 42 last night? Jake, I sure did. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm buying the dip on this season. Buying the dip? I'm buying the dip. What does that mean? I've never heard that phrase. Yeah, it's just a little... Me me and, uh, and the Matt Damons of the crypto industry is just a little in, oh. insider term. Oh, okay. And it's talking about buying a lot of fun dip with our new cryptocurrency. No, is that real? Is that real what you just said? <laughs> yeah. Buying fun dip with your cryptocurrency? That's yeah, fun. you buy fun dip. Yeah, you buy the dip. That's very silly and sounds... Is cryptocurrency a, experiment, a science experiment done by middle schoolers that got out of hand? That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They're just like, what if money was on the internet? And it's like, that's a great idea. We made a new currency. Use computer for money. Yeah. I remember in fifth grade, we had to do a project where we built a bridge out of toothpicks or clothespins or something. And I was the accountant for my group and they gave us fake checks. So I wouldn't be surprised this day. I was age. also the accountant for my group. And uh, I, th- I don't remember. I literally think I wanted it because I got to use the computer. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember after that being like, oh, this was, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe I didn't get to be the accountant. Maybe I wanted to be and I didn't get to be. And instead I was, I don't know. Our bridge turned out fine. I remember that part. I, Afterwards, also, I remember people saying that I should have been in charge. So, you wow. know, just uh, one time among many where my genius was recognized sadly too late after our bridge collapsed and killed several hundred people. <laughs> they called you the Moth- Mothman of Road Elementary. Um, yeah, that's right. That's funny. Um, I was the accountant because nobody else in my group wanted to be, and I didn't really want to do anything, so I got stuck with it. And I'll tell you what, so you're si- I hated it. Yeah, it doesn't seem, it didn't seem like fun. So, no. Jake, what you're saying is you're sort of the Ben Affleck to, to my Matt Damon crypto thing, because you yeah. were the accountant. Yes, and we're from the town. 
of Rockford High School. <laughs> Michigan. Our state is not called high school. It's called Rockford, Michigan. This town we're from. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Let's just talk about Survivor, okay? This week's episode was called Battle Royale. What do you think of that episode title? Oh, uh, boring. Really? They weren't even trying. Uh, have you seen the movie Battle Royale? It's like based. Yeah. Elon Musk loves it. It's kind of it's like, like Fight Club. That would be so funny to watch language. that and be like, this is like real life Fortnite. This is crazy. <laughs> they copied Fortnite. I can't believe they made a Fortnite movie. Fortnite should sue them. Where's Ninja? I don't know another video game <laughs> yeah. streamer. Where's uh, Where's Tim the Tapman? Or uh, who are the, who are the others? Where's Doctor Disrespect? Where's, I think that's like all the streamers I know. Where's Mister Roblox? Is that one? Yeah, sure. Why not? Mike is very pleased with himself in a talking head and says, "You hear that? That's High's head rolling." Mike is ruthless all of a sudden. Yeah. That's a little out of character for him based on the rest of the, you know, the, the previous episodes. I'm on board. I'm 100% on board with anything Mike is doing or saying. I don't, I, the thing with him being aggressive is I think it kind of kills his whole thing. So I don't know how long he can sustain that gameplay. Sometimes you got to be aggressive, you know? You can be genuine and aggressive at the same time. Like, I aggressively I mean, want to stay. You can, you know? but I don't know that that's going to work for him, is what I'm saying. Well, it's gotten this far. Uh, Romeo says he's... No, it had. He wasn't doing that before. <sighs> okay, whatever. I don't know. I think he's fine. I think he's going to be fine. Well, maybe. I don't know. After this episode, he might be yeah, in trouble. Yeah, I don't know why you would be so sure of that after this. I don't know. I'm just trying to transition to the next note. Uh, Romeo says he's playing a good underdog game and is planning on letting the big dogs take each other out. What do you think of this strategy? Uh, I think that it's a great way to finish in third. Yep. Yep. Hey, you still get money for third place. Drea and Lindsay are planning on working together. And then here's something that happened. Marion reveals that her toenails fall off one to two times every year. What, what was your uh-huh. reaction to this? I feel like we needed more details about, like, is there a medical diagnosis for this? Yeah. Can we get the medical team in here just to, like, interview Marianne? Yeah, I would like more details about this. Yeah, very strange. I'm sure all of the exit press will be about that for her, all of the exit interviews. Uh, So about the the toenails. Yeah. So who cares about the game? Tell us about your weird toes. Yeah, if she gets voted off every Ponderosa, we'll just be like, so the toenails thing. Yeah. What about that? Yeah. They bring back Ponderosa just to ask Marianne about her toenails. Uh, Marianne says in a talking head, if people don't see you as a threat, how do they vote for you at the end? I I say this every week, but Marianne has a good point every episode. I feel really good about Marianne at this point. Yeah, I, the thing with it is, like, the if people don't see you as a threat, part of it is, like, I don't... People have won without seeming like a threat until they made it to Final Tribal. Uh, you just gotta make a good case for yourself. Yep. Yep. Um, we just watched... That's, ev- that's both times that Sandra won, and, I mean, Erica last season, like, I think. Yeah. There's definitely... Which, again, I mean, Marianne wouldn't know about Erica... At that time. Right. Because Erica reversed time. Yeah, yes, because she smashed the hourglass. So it's like, what's real, what's not? It's like, um, 
everywhere, everywhere, all at once. And yeah, uh, she's, she's been like, trapped which, in the probe's dimension. What's wrong? What's which one's real? Which one's the real world? Uh, did you watch that movie yet? I still have not seen that movie. Pretty good. Pretty good. That's what I've heard. Uh, I bet I'll like it. The big alliance talks a lot of shit about Romeo. I felt bad for Romeo here. I appreciated that Romeo was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Good for you. Uh, they talk shit about how much rice he eats. And in a talking head, Mike says, where far art thou, Romeo? Romeo is sitting in the same place he was 20 to- days ago. That's where Romeo art thou. I got to tell you, I don't know that I think this is unfair. I am wondering how much was real and how much they just like took a clip of Romeo sitting there one time and just kept replaying it and cutting it in different ways to make it look like he was there all the time, but I don't know. I I, I would say that that is a reasonable thing to think, if not for Romeo immediately saying after they showed that, like, (laughs) I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit here and eat rice. Yeah. Uh, So Romeo is the target, but Mike is actually targeting Drea. I was really bummed out about this because I really liked both of them. And you like getting points. And I like getting points, and um, that would have been nice if I got points. Plus, you know, if the week after, you know, my my chosen pick, yours got yeah. eliminated, I mean, that would be, after all the gloating that you did, that would be... I was just excited for, like, fortunate. the free points I was going to get uh, at the f- in future episodes, just coasting along, <laughs> increasing my lead every episode. <laughs> Omer says Mike has become the new high. Jonathan is playing a very hard game because he's burning 2,000 calories a day. It's actually harder for him than anybody else because he usually eats more. I think that this is reasonable to say. I know that it is not going to come off well, but like when you eat that much, you have a very high metabolism. And uh, yeah, like he's just operating at a way bigger calorie deficit than anybody else is. Yeah, and you've you've talked about how you relate to Jonathan uh, as a fellow big strong. Yeah, because we're both so strong. We're both huge. Yeah. Uh, So you you recognize when it's uh, hungry time. That's that's what I call when you get hungry. Hungry time. Damn, it's hunger time right now. Uh, Jonathan will not help them untangle the fishing net, uh, but then wants to be thanked for all of the hard work he does around camp. And Again, like, I don't think that this was unreasonable for... I think maybe you just keep it to yourself is what you do. But, like, basically what this came down to was the... Like, the he has been doing this enough that everyone just expects him to do it for everyone else. And then the minute he doesn't... Basically, he gets no credit for when he does do it. And the second that he doesn't want to because he's very tired because he's not eating anything, it's like, Jonathan's a piece of shit. Why didn't he do the thing that we all, uh, like, expect him to do all the time? It's like, why don't you fucking do it? I think He does it all the time. I think this season should be broadcast on the BBC. Big boy complaints. Okay. So... They uh, make a plan to take out Jonathan and try really hard to make sure he doesn't win the next immunity challenge. It's a great plan, you know? Take out the strong guy, the one chance yeah. you get. And do- Man, it's weird how they haven't done that when they've had, like, several opportunities yeah. to do it so far. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like if I went into a challenge and was like, we need to get this one person out, let's all try really hard. Let's all agree that this is the goal of everybody else in the tribe. I would, I don't know, compete in the challenge. You know? No. 
Uh, it's the do or die twist again. I... I keep thinking about this. I don't like it. <laughs> I keep wanting to like it. I think Jeff did a really good job introducing it this season, better than last season. But ultimately, it's unnecessary, I feel. What do you think yeah, about it? Yeah, it, it, it feels like a gimmick. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. If they want to keep it around, I'm not going to be too mad about it. But it just feels like... It feels like something that only needs to be done the two seasons they did it. I don't think they need to keep it going. I don't know why they keep doing all this new stuff when they could just bring the auction back. I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's begging for it, but... Does Jeff listen to us? I don't think so. But he might. Jeff, if you listen to us, email us. It's didyouwatchlastnight at gmail.com. Please bring, please bring the auction back, Jeff. We need Jeffrey, it. Jeffrey, please. Um, it's the Jesus Challenge. It's good. It's a good challenge. Everybody likes it. It's a classic. Uh, what, what do you think of the Jesus Challenge? Great. No notes. I love this kind of endurance challenge. This is the exact kind of one that you should do for this, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everybody sits out except for Lindsay and Jonathan. And while they're competing, Jeff says to them, the monster is always starving. What does that mean to you as a viewer of Survivor? Uh, I don't know. It just makes me think about monster energy. Your favorite drink. My favorite drink. <laughs> I think it's very stupid that he's pushing this so hard. I don't care. Um, I hope he retires it after this season. There's like... I, th- I feel like 41 and 42 are such good seasons, and there's just so much within it that is completely unnecessary. It is... They are good despite their dumb twists. Yeah, they're good because of the cast. I think it really is like there's... They needed to cut out, like, half the gimmicks that they have. I yeah. like the advantage stuff. I like some of the gimmicks. I just think it's a little too much. What advantages do you like? Uh, the one where you have to say the dumb thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really like the Prisoner's Dilemma one. I really think they wanted to do that just so that they could have every contestant go, Oh, it's a Prisoner's Dilemma! <laughs> uh, uh, I think... That one would be more fun if more people lost votes because of it, because it is actually really funny when that happens. Yeah. But uh, I think that they shouldn't... Re- well, I guess they kind of have to reward you in order for you to to not vote safe. But anyway, um, I, that I could could take or leave. Um, and I like, I like the Drea advantage where um, you can steal somebody's idol. I like that. You like that? Love it. Why do you like that? Because I think it adds a fun little counter in there for somebody having a, an idol. Is like if you let it slip that you have one, somebody could take it from you. Yeah, uh, I feel like knowledge's power is a great advantage if you don't tell anyone you have it. Just you know, Monday morning. Yeah, so- you should probably never tell anyone that you have it. Sunday morning sorter backing over here, but I wouldn't tell anybody. That I have that. Um, well, did you mention the hourglass? Oh, that that can go away forever. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. We needed an hourglass for the hourglasses. It's kind of like when Dad said I need a vacation from this vacation, but in this case, the vacation is the hourglass. Yeah, sure. 
We've got to go back in time and remove the hourglass, like from Lost. Like from Lost. Hourglass is just staying on Lost, you know. What are the hourglass? What if they had a bunch of Dharma Lost? Initiative stations? Wouldn't that be something? Why not? Why not? Get the Swan it would be in there. So cool. They should do. I don't know, Thomas. I feel like maybe they should in the future do a season of Survivor with all of the contestants from Lost. That's I can't imagine what that would be like. Call it like you versus all versus everybody. Have they done that before? What? Because there was like that song you versus all versus everybody. You yeah. know, that's that's a that's a brand new idea right there. Um, let me just do a quick Google search here for Survivor you versus all versus everybody. Oh, what is this? It's a podcast episode one hundred and sixty seven of something called Did You Watch Survivor Last Night, in which. Um, People from Lost, the television program, were separated into tribes, white collar, blue collar, the other one. Yellow collar? No collar. The reason, the reason that I didn't know about that is because, for me, it hasn't happened yet. I haven't gone back in time to record it yet. Right, the hourglass, of course. When are we? Ugh, everybody's asking. Um, so, what if we did another one of those? I'm just saying, what if they did another one of those, I mean, Survivor did? The, and this official podcast of Survivor.com. Do you think there's a Survivor.com? There probably is a Survivor.com. Let's see. Let's see. I got this new mic. I wonder if you can hear me typing on it. Because you can before. It is for sale, lease, or rent. Oh, wait. Oh, it went to names.com. What? Survivor. Huh. No domains... Matching this criteria. Well, I've been confused by the internet once again. Uh, everybody is sitting out except for Lindsay and Jonathan, and Lindsay drops out first. Jonathan wins. I just, guys, you, you couldn't have tried to get Jonathan out with this challenge? They were all that afraid of the do or dies wrist? Apparently, I, you know, it's. I, I don't really get it either. I. It just seems like they, they can't decide on whether they are afraid of him as like an imminent threat or not. The monster? Because like, honestly, I think I would fall on the side of it's fine if he gets to the final three because he's not going to win. Yeah. I, I, I agree. So you just got to pick one. You either need to get him out when you have the chance to do it and stop waffling or you need to not care if he wins challenges. Like it's one or the other. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay gets her flashback story 42, like lost. Uh, they do flashbacks in that flash forward sometimes. And even once a flash sideways, Thomas can talk, talk more about that since he's watching the sixth season of lost right now. Thomas, let's yeah, do a quick um, lost check in. What's going on now? Watching Lost the just last watch few the weeks. just watch the rich just watch the Richard episode. Ricardo Elpers? Yeah, Ricardo Elpert. I you know, crazy. Ugh. Wild. That guy's lived for such a long time. It's it it genuinely is wild what happened with Ricardo Elpert. Uh but Lindsay feels very bummed out about losing. I was certain when her flashback story popped up that she would be eliminated tonight. See, I went the other way. I was like, they're trying to trick me by doing this. Well, I'm very easily tricked. Apparently. I w How easily are you treated, though? Not often enough, 
for as often as I'm tricked, I feel like there should be some payoff. How many how many treats do I have? Uh, less than I want, but more than I need. Yeah, I wish. Um, actually, you know what? I did just buy some of those uh, little ice cream cubes that Ben and Jerry's makes, so I do have a few treats for myself this afternoon. Thank you for asking. Mike still wants to target Drea, and everybody agrees that Drea recognizes a very weird vibe about camp. And she tells Omer about her knowledge's power advantage. Bad idea, you know? Just Don't do that. Just... I, you, it really is amazing that nobody has caught on to the fact that Omer is completely untrustworthy. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, he's just very nice and unassuming I really think that's what it is is like he weaponizes the fact that people don't view him as a threat against them yeah he is a very good player Omer then tells Lindsay and they come up with a plan to swindle both Mike and Lindsay Lindsay Drea excuse me but before we get to this wild tribal council we gotta discuss these wildlife shots alive how good was that transition, Thomas? That was unintentional. Pretty good. It was, you know why it was good? It was genuine. I didn't even mean to do Just that. Just natural talent. I'm like a poet and I didn't even know it, but for segues. I'm like a segue, but I didn't even pegway. We'll work on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, they're not all going to be winners. It's fine. Some of them are Danny's and Deshaun's and... Uh, Tiffany's, and some of them are Erica's, and Mike's. Which Mike? This one? Well, maybe, we'll see, but also... Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike, also a loser, technically. Was he... He was a healer, of course, he was a doctor. Was that his season? I think it was. Too many seasons of Survivor, let's be honest. Okay, let's talk about this iguana. There's an iguana, there were some schools of fish... And uh, there was a Pacific blue-tailed skink. I know we've talked about him before, but we're going to talk about him again because there's nothing to dislike about this guy. They have dark brown, almost black bodies with uh, three yellow lines down their back and a bright blue tail. They're one and a half to two inches long. They can be found in the shaded woods on various Pacific islands. Very quick and nimble. They eat bugs and fruit. Uh, Before mating... The two males will fight, and the winner of the fight will bite the female's neck and push her tail aside, and then place his cloaca on hers for a few minutes. That's how they mate. Uh, how do you think they are ranked on the IUCN red list, Thomas? I'm going to say least concern. Buddy, I got good news. They are of least concern. Love it. Yeah. Lo- I love hearing those two words. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So at Tribal Council, uh, Mike says something to name. That's what my note says. Do you remember what Mike said at the beginning of the Tribal Council? Uh, I think he said that um, you need to be careful because if you talk too much about something, even if you're not lying, people might think you are. It was something like that, right? the big lie. Uh, Don't question me. I know that's wrong. They discuss different communication styles. Drea talks about observing. I love this little moment with Drea. I was like, man, she's going to pull this off perfectly. They just showed us that over scene to scare us. Um, 
Should have won, won, you know? Um, robbed goddess. That's what um, the survivor community likes to call people who didn't win. Jonathan talks about uh, people telling him more because he has immunity. Lindsay then plays do or die, and hooray, she survives. whoop de doo I think... I, I, I feel like this is going to be retired after the season. <laughs> like, it just... It hasn't really been... It hasn't added anything to the show. I think, And I think Jeff Probst realizes that it was kind of a bust after this season. Because... At your favorite advantage, the knowledge is power was played unsuccessfully by Drea, and it led to a great moment. Because Mike gave his idol to Omer. So she asked him, and he, like, dropped his head and looked all sad. It was very well done, though, Mike. What was your reaction to this, Thomas? That was great. This was one of the best Final Troubles that I think I've ever seen. So. Well, this wasn't Final Tribal. Or Tribals, yeah, sorry, Tribal Councils. Yeah. Um... So, Drea gets voted out 5-3, to three, and I was very sad, but it was great. Uh, when she gets up to leave, Mike asks, you threw two on me? And then they both laugh about it. Uh, that was very nice. And then she gives a fun little goodbye speech to everybody. Uh, did you catch what she said to everybody? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, to... I think Marianne, she just said to, like, keep... Keeping you, or yes, whatever. keeping you. Ooh, let's. I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll quiz you. What did she tell Lindsay? Oh, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I remember that she gave the individual ones. I don't remember every single thing that she said. She told Lindsay that she's rooting for her. She told Jonathan that she was never coming for him, but he was. Oh, That's what it was. Yeah, he, he was not on her radar. Yeah. yeah. Mike says, uh, or she tells Mike that if he makes it to the end, he'll probably win. Which Mike yep. took in. in uh, Good spirits. Uh, yeah, he said, oh, no, kiss of death, yeah. I believe is what he said Very in response nice. to that. Uh, uh, Omer, she said that uh, she told him something in confidence. Yeah, she, uh, she told everybody that Omer was the only one who knew about the knowledge of power. Yep. Which that makes, that puts a lot of eyes on Omer. Yeah, which sure. is, like, honestly, like, that is a great way to go out is to immediately, like, that's going to blow up his game potentially. I hope which, so. honestly, you know, like, you play like that, that might happen. Mm-hmm. Gotta be real careful. Um, she tells Romeo that he's been on the block every time. And yeah, and then she tells Marianne, just keep being you. And Marianne was like very charmed by it. Uh, it was great. It was sweet. Um, she, that, th- one of the best things, like, I'm not surprised by this because I think you and I both really liked Rhea. She was, uh, she's probably going to go down as one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah. And, uh, you could tell how much everybody else liked her. Yeah, she <laughs> like, was great. really is. I think everybody kind of likes everybody on this season, but, like, it was really nice to see that kind of response to somebody getting voted off. Yeah. I, I said on my website, Survivor Reddit, uh, that this is, like, the inverse of Gabon, where in Gabon, like, everyone yes. hates each other. This one just, like, everybody loves each other and is so yeah, nice this to is... each other. It is really nice to see people that are just playing to play and not taking things super personally. Cause yeah, Gabon was the opposite where like people were so offended at the idea that anyone would play it. It's you know, <laughs> that anyone would vote somebody else off. And it's like, it's, it has to happen. This is how the game works. Yeah. You can't all win. <laughs> and then, you know, that cast, if they could all win would still be mad about that. 
Yeah, like if Sugar won, if Sugar was in the final three of this cast, she'd probably win. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, she, uh, Drea, then when when Jeff goes to snuff her torch, she goes, "No, it was very fun." Um, and then as after she leaves, Jeff goes back and and tells everybody how much he loves all of them this was a gr- this is just a great season it's a great season it's it a great nice. cast yeah this season i really do i feel like i need to not give up on seasons too early because I, I do think that post-merge this is really rounded into form yeah i mean to be honest the pre-merge is always kind of boring <laughs> it's like they're just uh setting up the stories that will play out in the post-merge um which like you know isn't the most interesting thing every time is uh, in storytelling Act One, and then we've got Act Two and Act Three. Or in basketball, the pre-merge is the preseason, post-merge is the season, and the finale. Is I think the more the apt thing would be. I think the more apt thing would be that the regular season is the pre-merge and the playoffs is the post-merge. Okay, so preseason is what auditions, casting. I guess that makes yes. sense. That's fair. That's a fair comparison. Uh, who are you rooting for in these NBA playoffs, Thomas? I think my ideal finals would be the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. So just a rematch of last year. That would be great. I would love to see the Detroit Pistons face the San Antonio Spurs again in another rematch. Yeah, of two teams that did not make the playoffs. Yeah, whatever. Bring them back. I watched a, a like a three minute video this morning on YouTube.com um, in which the Detroit Pistons 2003 were playing the 76ers. I want to say that was a crazy final one minute and 16 seconds that ended in a goaltending call against the 76ers. Do you remember that game? No, I certainly do not. I didn't really either, but it was very fun to watch. It's one game from 19 years ago. <laughs> Hey, there is a game from 19 years ago that I still remember, and that was Survivor Africa, probably. Which, honestly, I don't really remember. I watched it one time when I was like nine years old. But a future classic season we will watch. We're still talking about a modern season, though, Thomas. Who was the least annoying this episode? You know you know the right answer, Thomas. It's obvious. Obvious. Say probably Drea. Thank you. Drea went out being not annoying. Thank you. Yes. Actually, I think Drea was at the the top of the not annoying list for basically the entire season. Absolutely, for me at least. Um, but you know, I like to support my people. Um, who was the most annoying? Who was annoying this week? Probably Romeo. Yeah, you know that rice. Um, I could see somebody saying Jonathan, but I sympathized with his plight. So yeah, big boy complaints. Okay, big boy's got to eat. That's just how it goes. Sure, come to Denny's, you know. There are two people remaining who have voted correctly a hundred percent of the time. Who are they? Well, Dre is gone, so I'm just gonna say uh, Jonathan and Lindsay. You got it. Ding ding ding. There is two people who are voting correctly in third and fourth place. One has 86%, one has 83%. Can you name either of them? Ooh, and their names start with the same letter and end with the same letter, but one of them has twice as many letters as the other. So it's Mike and Marianne. Correct. 
Omer is in fifth place with 67% of the vote correct. That's up 7%. And rounding out in sixth place is Romeo, who has voted correctly 43% of the time now, which is a loss of 7%. I think Romeo, like I said, like, I don't have anything against Romeo personally. Like, I'm, you know, he's fine. Uh, But he has one of the, he's going to be like an all-time lower-level goat if he manages to get to the top three because he has no case whatsoever. I feel like the final three now is going to be Omer, not Omer, sorry, Romeo, Jonathor, and whoever, and, and the winner. Yeah. It's like, it's those two obviously making it to the finals, and then whoever ends up playing the best game here at the in the final stretch. Okay, so last week, Thomas, you had 33 points. I had 35 points. Uh, you, of course, picked high at the merge. I picked Drea. Neither of them survived this episode, so no points for that. You said Mike would win reward. I said Marianne. Uh, don't think there was a reward, so... There was no reward. Didn't get any points for that. You said Drea would win immunity. She, in fact, lost the game. You were wrong there. I said Omer would win immunity. He did not. You said Romeo would be voted out. I said Jonathan. Neither of them were voted out. So the score is still 33 to 35. No points. <laughs> no points this week. Let's try again next week. Uh, so we've both lost our merge persons. We're not getting any points for that. Here's just hoping we get points on, you know, random stuff. What team or person will win reward? And I misspoke there, so if you say, like, the purple team, and they do, you know? I think it would be much easier to just pick somebody, so I'm going to say that Lindsay is going to win reward. Okay, I'm going to say Marianne wins reward. Oh, that's what I said last week. Well, we'll see. What's the reward going to be? That is a great question. I ask every week. Um, there's There's only so many things in the world that it could be. I'm going to say that they get cookies. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I'm going to say shower. Okay. Who's winning? You're just, you're just rolling with that so that you can hopefully get... One of these days. Uh, who's winning the immunity? I'll say Lindsay. I'll say Lindsay wins both. Okay, nice. I'm going to say Jonathan, you know. Who's getting voted out? Uh, since I do not have Jonathor winning, I will say Jonathor gets voted out. Okay. I'm going to say over. All right. Well, that's it. That's that's the release for next week. Thomas, before we go, though, I do have a question for you. Did you watch the challenge All-Stars 3 last night? I hear there's a classic mess out on old No. That's right, the third season I of... Did, I was not even aware that it was happening. The third season of the Challenge All-Stars started this week with two episodes. That's right, I watched it twice. In the first episode, they had to look through a hole at a puzzle and then recreate the puzzle. So, that's what you're missing. Wes and Sylvia won, and then Cynthia and Cyrus came in last, so they automatically go into elimination. Then the Authority voted in Tyler and Tina. Tyler and Cyrus face off in Crawl Brawl, which is like... Hall Brawl, but they are um, crawling through sand instead. Um, Cyrus won, you know. Uh, 
Then Cynthia and Tina did it, and Tina won. In the second episode, they had to swing over some water, knock a key from blocks, and then unlock some puzzle pieces, and then finish a puzzle. Again, you're missing out. Yes, and Kendall won. Tina and Letarian came in last, so they automatically went in. Then the authority threw in Melinda and Mark. They had to play a game where they had to flick on a light switch while facing off against each other, pushing a big log. Kendall forfeited because she had hurt her ankle, and then Mark beat Letarian. So, that's what you're missing on the challenge. All sorts three, really good so far. Um... Great to have the challenge back. It's great to have TJ back. Really missed it. You know? Good show. Is it as good as Survivor 42 so far? No. But, you know, what can you do? It's still early. Thomas, what's your Twitter? Uh, first, I just want to say that uh, I'm happy for you, or sorry that happened. I'm just going <laughs> to listen to all that. Uh, you can follow me at Tom.tom. Uh, next week, we'll do the challenge chunk. It'll be... Ch- Shorter, and I just remembered the segment's called Challenge Chunk. Um, Challenge Chunk is going to be like your uh, your Ben and Jerry's snacks that you have. A treat. Because uh, it'll only be one episode, probably. You can follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. A few shows on patreon.com slash justpodcast. Thomas, let's hear about the, uh, the podcast there that you could listen to, or anybody can listen to. Uh, you know what, Jake? You know what we should probably, uh, we should probably add to our list just because we talk about it all the time. What's that? Uh, we should have a podcast called, uh, Did You Go Back Last Night? That it is a lost podcast. That is a fantastic idea. That's going to be a new thing. Um, and it should be 40, it should be. Wait, let me, let me write this out. Let me write this out. 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Shit, I just said all the numbers on the podcast. Do you think the podcast is cursed now? Yeah, maybe. Um, did you push the button last night? Did you push the button last night is what it will be called. And it's going to be... Did you fly on Oceanic Flight 815 last night? <laughs> the price for that one is going to be $815,162,342 a month. <laughs> The, the, it should be the amount that Hurley won in the lottery. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a really good idea. How much did Hurley win in lottery? $114 million. Yeah, for $114 million a month, you can hear us talk about loss. <laughs> that's a good plan. So that'll be up on um, patreon.com slash justpodcast shortly. And all you have to do is give us money to do it. 114 million, please. Um, if people wanted to review us on iTunes or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, as iTunes is now called, what would they be writing, Thomas? What is a boilerplate review for these people? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if you're reviewing on Spotify, just do all that. But then at the end, say, I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. Uh, what... Um, Oh, like if they were to leave a star rating? What, 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 Five stars. Okay, great. And if they were to mention anything about us specifically, is there anything we should or should not mention in these reviews? Uh, don't talk about us. Don't talk about us. Don't acknowledge us. We're the opposite of Roman Reigns. Don't acknowledge us. Yes. No titles. Did you watch the last night? Yeah, no. do, not, do not acknowledge us. Um... 
We are similar to the bloodline in that we are tag team champions of the podcast world. I would agree. Who would you say that you're the? J- <laughs> this could be an easy question for you. Would you say that you're the Jacob or the Man Black of this duo? Um, I'm probably the Jacob, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. I'm the Man in Black. Well, yeah. Because I'm because I'm Bosch himself, Titus Welliver. Yeah. And you have black hair. Yes. So. That makes a lot of sense. And I have blonde hair. Which the man in black does not have black hair. He has salt and pepper hair, but still. Okay, but what is one of the colors of salt and pepper hair, Thomas? <laughs> okay. Uh, I have salt and pepper hair, too. It's uh, black and pink. Because I went to a, 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 a K-pop show. Okay. Um, that's, I thought I, that's where you were going with it. Black pink. Black pink is a... What what K-pop show did you go Black to? Blackpink. They're a K-pop group. Where did you see them? The YouTube. Oh, okay. So you didn't go to one. You just watched No, one. I was referencing pink Himalayan salt with my hair color. Okay. Well, I'm not going to f- comment any further on any K-pop group. I will not offer any opinions. In the future, I'll... Please don't, please don't get mad at us. I'm, uh... When I'm... I don't know, five to ten years from now, I'll also have salt and pepper hair, but uh, it's going to be an empty salt and pepper shaker, you know? Get it? Okay. I just, I really can't stress enough, if you are a K-pop fan, we like whoever you like, yeah. and that, that's it. We just, we like whoever you yeah, like. Yeah, they're good, and oh my god, can you believe it? I'm obsessed with them. Gagging for the K-pop group that we all like. Yeah. Um, Whichever one you like, they're all. They're, I'm not gonna say they're all good. Obviously, the ones we like. No, don't say that. The ones we like are good. The ones that the people you don't like, and the ones that we like are the ones you yes, like. Yes, because we are relatable and young and cool. Can you think of any other adjectives, Thomas? Uh, fun. Fun. Oh, Thomas. Speaking of fun. It's summertime here now, you know, because it's like above 80 degrees. Uh, So I'm going to have fun this summer. So I've got to say to you, have a great summer. Deuces. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect. For all the natural wonders that grow around you. So long, so long and thanks. There's no point getting all annoyed. 10v1. Okay. 10v1. 2d2. 3d3. 10d10. What is that, 100? 2d2. Alright. I don't like the whatever this who's on first shit is. I don't know why you hate comedy. Because <laughs> it's lies. Comedy's based on lies. No, Thomas, haven't you heard the number one rule after yes and in comedy? Is it funny because it's true? Oh, okay. The number three yeah, all those very. You medicine. know that your you know that your uh, your genre is based on truth. When uh, every time someone does a personal anecdote in a stand-up set, they have to insist like ten times that it's true and happened to them when it very obviously didn't, and it's just a thing they thought about. Look, look, Thomas. I don't know if you've ever done any stand-up comedy, but I have. And if they get a whiff of you embellishing a true story, 
there's a cane right off stage, they can sweep you off the stage with. Yank you right out of there. And I'll tell you, it's not good for the ribs. Yeah, you're like, this is this is absolutely true. This didn't happen. Oh, shit, this happened to me. Oh, shit. This happened to me. This is a real life. And then you please, just, please, please. You just see the cane right there hovering around your waist. It's scary. You've got to be honest up there. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>